This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, Matt Straub here, welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Before we get going here, just a quick reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. If you can do that, that is a big help to us. Meanwhile, today on the show, Jared Johnson is here. We are going to be talking about 15 players who are owned in less than 25% of Yahoo leagues. Jared, we're going to start off by cheating here. Shea Gildas Alexander is owned in 26% of Yahoo leagues, but this will be the only one where we outright cheat. If SGA gets dropped in your league, I'm imagining people are getting frustrated. Are you adding and stashing him for the second half? Optimistic for his outlook if he can get through these struggles? Uh, he's one of the more interesting names out there. He actually did just get cut in my league. and uh, So here's the thing. He, he, is, he impresses me in that he's a rookie playing on a playoff team. Not just a playoff team, but a starting role on a playoff team. And, a, and a, you know, out west. The unfortunate reality is there's a massive amount of depth at his position. Mm-hmm. And his numbers have been heading in the wrong direction basically since uh, November. November was his peak. He was at 12.1 points, 3.6 boards, 2.9 dimes, and a steal. And now we are in January. He was, er- he was earning 29 minutes back then. Now in January, it's 19 minutes, 6 points, 3.6 assists, 1.4 steals, so good for him. Uh, but 2.2, 2.1 turnovers. Um, that's not going to do it for me. If you're in a really good position uh, in a fairly deep league, I could get behind the idea of kind of stashing him. But it to me, it just seems like it's one of those situations where he needs an injury to really get going. And uh, I don't know. There's just so much depth there that even an injury might not do it. Yeah, and it doesn't help his cause. Uh, a bunch of these guys we're going to be talking about are not on good teams. SGA is on a good team. Certainly doesn't help his cause for, you know, they're not just going to focus on development in the second half as a priority necessarily. They're trying to win. So, exactly. he, you know, he's going to have to really force his way back into 30 minutes a game. So, like you said, I, yeah, he's not a mustache. Uh, he's a guy I definitely have my eye on, though, going forward either way. Uh, number two on our list, Shetty Osman, 25% owned in Yahoo Leagues. I've been talking about this guy all year on and off uh, on the waiver wire edition of this podcast, waiting for him to start shooting well and get some steals. Well, the last five games, he's around 15 points, 1.2 steals, 1.8 threes, shooting 45.8%. So are you buying it? Uh, I I mean, <laughs> there's no one else to play in Cleveland. So <laughs> he's going to be out there. The problem with him is, to me, he's really just points and triples. The, the defensive stats are rare. Uh, that sample size that you cited is mm-hmm. one of the random sample sizes where he actually got a few steals, but overall he's not doing that. And he's just not that efficient. Um, you know, it, with Kevin Love and uh, Larry Nance out and the Cavs being horrifically bad, uh, there's minutes for him and, and there's shots for him. But I don't know. It's just it's inefficient points and triples. He might at times be hurting you more than he's helping you. 
I can't believe you weren't knocked over. I can't believe you weren't floored by six steals over a five-game stretch. I thought that, <laughs> that was gonna, that was really gonna register. All right, yeah, I'm with you. Still, still pretty lukewarm on Osman, uh, but although those numbers do look nice, so at least keep an eye on him. Uh, number three, Austin Rivers, 23% owned, locked in as a starter right now with Chris Paul out, playing tons of minutes as we know, around 14 and a half points, 0.9 steals, 2.93 is his last eight games. So in some ways, Jared, I'm a little surprised he isn't owned in more leagues than this. Are you? Uh, kind yes and no. I mean, people are haters, man. I think if <laughs> if he wasn't named Austin Rivers, he would be owned in more leagues, and yeah. he still has to compete with this narrative that he's only getting minutes because of he his he was playing on the Clippers. He was Doc Rivers' son. Blah blah blah. He's not there anymore. He's playing for Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni is one of the most fantasy-friendly coaches out there. He's basically flirting with 40 minutes a night. I mean, anyone who's earning upwards of 30-plus minutes on Mike D'Antoni's team is usually worth owning. Uh, and he's, he, he's playing well. Like, do you think Houston pulls off that win <laughs> against Golden State without Austin Rivers? Right, right. He's He's contributing... Uh, I I own him in a few places. I think he should be owned in more places, but it, um, you know, just uh, just capitalize on other people's hate. Go ahead and grab him because I think he's worth owning. There you go, and he's shooting well too lately over that stretch I mentioned. I think he's around forty six or forty seven percent from the field. Uh, number four on the list, Malik Beasley, twenty two percent owned in Yahoo leagues. So his last five games look like this: fourteen point four points, one point zero steals, two point eight threes. We were ready to write this guy off once Gary Harris came back Gary Harris hurt again uh is he just holding value because Harris is out or do you think there's actually hope for Beasley after Harris returns I'm not sure about after Harris returns and and then especially with Barton working his way back but right now you know Harris isn't back and Barton's not totally back I think that he's worth owning he's been a very nice surprise this season huge reason why the Denver's retained that number one spot despite all the crazy amount of injuries that team has faced this year uh Nikola Jokic might have a little bit something to do with that as well (laughs) but uh you know for now I think that he should be owned uh he's playing great hamstring injuries are tricky we don't know when Gary's going to be back and and Barton hasn't played since October so it's going to be at least a few weeks before he's really going again all right, next up, number five, Mikel Bridges, 20% owned in Yahoo Leagues. I have been trying to be as patient as possible, uh, stashing him away on the bench. Are you hanging on to Bridges? I still can envision a really good second half for him. And is it possible that Devin Booker coming back uh, somehow helps him? Well, I just traded for him, so <laughs> I hope that he uh, trends up a little bit. I think with Bridges, with a guy, uh, you know, he's a rookie. Rookies are inconsistent. But the defensive stats have been consistently there for him. I'm a guy who maybe I overvalue defensive stats, but I really love defensive stats. I love a guy that can give you four to five steals here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the points aren't always going to be there, but he's going to give you a triple. He's going to give you a steal. He might give you a block. And and the percentages aren't bad. So uh, maybe he's not quite worth uh, holding if if you're in say a standard league like 13 roster spots but in deeper settings i i think that he should be owned and i do see the second half potential for him booker's not really been a model of health uh, i could see booker being shut down at some point that means more shots for bridges yada yada but i like him 
All right, we're going to hang out in Phoenix. By the way, I, I like Bridges, too, if it wasn't clear. I, I am frustrated, but I do like him. Uh, we're going to hang out in Phoenix for a minute. DeAnthony Melton owned in 14% of Yahoo Leagues. We are taping this Tuesday night, so with it just about a minute to go in that Suns game. Melton is scoreless, but three rebounds, eight assists, a steal, two blocks. And points are an issue for Melton. Booker being back is an issue. But, man, this is another dude who fills up the stat sheet pretty much a lot of places other than points. Are you interested with Booker back? Yeah, see, okay. Melton is another guy who could be a dimes and steal specialist. I see that. The problem with him is that his value is, gets really dinged once Booker comes back. He was doing pretty well when he was running the point when, when Booker was out. But I just I think it's an awkward situation for him. I like his potential, but whereas I can live with the lack of scoring and such with uh, Bridges, because I do see that second half being there, because I think that he can play alongside the guys that they have, uh, Melton is kind of dependent on Booker not being there. So a little bit more sketchy for me. Yeah, I'm with you there. Again, he, he's doing enough to be intriguing. A, a weird stat line for sure on Tuesday night, but at the very least, you got to watch. Uh, number seven on the list, DeAndre Bembry owned in 13% of Yahoo League's his last seven games heading into Tuesday night, around 13 points, 4.6 boards, two assists, 1.4 steals, 0.93s. Has Bembry been on your radar, and does he stay there for long now that Torian Prince is back? Uh, he's been on my radar all year. I, I really love this guy. I've loved him for multiple seasons, just because another guy, defensive upside, love it. Um, Bays isn't going to get back any soon. Prince, it, he's back, but... He's working his way back very, very slowly. It's 15-minute restriction tonight. He was at 11 in his return. What was that, Sunday or Monday? Uh, yes, but Sunday. basically, as long as Bays is out, Bembry has a path to starting. And I think as long as he's earning minutes, if he's flirting with 30 minutes, I think that he's worth owning. Yeah, this is another dude who... Um... I guess maybe it's the Hawks factor. You know, bad teams just don't pique people's interest necessarily, but 13% seems like a low number for a guy who can put up these kind of numbers. Definitely. Uh, number eight on the list, Luke Cornett, uh, 9% owned in Yahoo Leagues. He cooled off, then dropped a 23.5 rebound, five assist line on Sunday without Enos Cantor. A one-game week for New York. Where are you with Cornett? Is this, uh, has he resurfaced on your radar at all, or is he off your radar? Uh, well, I think the problem is, is his name is Luke Cornett. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I was never too into him. I think he's one of those guys who randomly can come through on a team that's as bad as the Knicks. Uh, he really benefited with Mitchell Robinson out and Enos Cantor just not uh, being the part of the rotation that you would have expected him to be. But uh, Mitchell Robinson, is word is that he's going to be back on Thursday. I think that's going to mess with uh, Cornette's minutes. And with just one game this week, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm pretty much out. He would, he had basically disappeared before that big line on Sunday, and I would need to see him do it a couple or a few more times to even be remotely interested. Number nine on the list, Harry Giles, 9% owned in Yahoo Leagues also. He's had double digits in two of his last three, posting some defensive stats, which we know you like, which we know I like. Are you intrigued? Is there any uh, real momentum here, do you think? Mm. Love is potential, hate is situation. Yeah. Um, and, and especially with rumors, the Cantor rumors, 
if anyone missed that, that uh, Sacramento is discussing a potential swap of Zach Randolph for Enos Cantor, which would absolutely destroy Giles. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I love his potential, and I also said his name wrong. It's Giles. I always do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, It's a soft G. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't see it this year. Maybe next year. All right. Uh, number 10, Derek Jones Jr. It has been tumultuous. It's been emotional. 8% in owned in Yahoo Leagues. We know he can produce when on the court, when he's in the rotation. Do you think he should be owned in more leagues than this? Are you optimistic? No, I think that's about right. And I do love this guy. I really love him. It's not just defensive stats. It's a little bit of everything. He's a Swiss Army knife, that guy. The problem is that Miami's backcourt is incredibly crowded. Uh, He had this nice little run where he officially pushed Wayne Ellington out of the rotation, and then Deion Waiters comes back. And that's just further complicates. Some nights he's not going to play. When he does play, he's great. But I just can't, if you're in a situation where you need guys, you need production right now, you can't trust a guy that's playing for Spo unless his, well, not even Hassan Whiteside. So basically no one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it feels like he needs, he's another guy who needs one, maybe two injuries. We were talking about Shea Gilgis-Alexander a minute ago, needing some injuries in front of him to take back off. It feels like Derek Jones Jr. needs that too. The rotation is just oversaturated with people getting, you know, 20, 25 minutes a game. Yeah. Number 11 on the list, Rodion's Kurutz of the Nets. Only 6% owned now. It's been a roller coaster with him as well. His last five games, here are the point totals. 6, 24, 11, 4, and 19. Uh, Obviously some injuries at the moment in Brooklyn. Do you think this guy is someone we can eventually trust uh, and possibly trust right now? Uh, maybe next year. <laughs> I didn't know who this guy was, honestly. When I when I, I was terrified when I first had to pronounce his name, uh, but he, he was a, he was very impressive. Uh, he had a nice little run earlier. He tends to play really well when Brooklyn is very banged up. But the problem is that Rondé Hollis Jefferson is expected to play on Wednesday. I think that's really going to affect him. Uh, once if Alan Crabb ever comes back, that's going to further affect him. So. Uh, I think we saw his peak already. All right, that's fair. Maybe maybe a potential, you know, late March, early April all-star. But yeah, for now, that, the Rondé Hollis-Jefferson return could be trouble. Number 12, also in Brooklyn, Shabazz Napier, uh, 6% owned in Yahoo Leagues. He missed Monday's game with hamstring tightness. Assuming that's not serious, are you potentially buying in? His last eight games before that, 14.9 points, 4.1 assists, 0.8 steals, and 2.1 threes. I like him. I like him a lot. Unfortunately, he's also being listed as questionable for Wednesday. So uh, if he doesn't play, he's not a guy that I'm I'm going to be able to stash. But uh, he's just another one of these Kenny Atkinson guys. Kenny Atkinson tends to be able to get just extract value from almost anyone. <laughs> uh, and and the, these three point guard lineups that he's been throwing out there uh, – impressive net rating it's a it's a lineup it's been together for 22 minutes this season Dinwiddie D'Lo Napier Carroll and Ed Davis with a 40.4 net rating so they're playing well when he's out there Uh, he gives them a little bit of offensive punch that they were missing uh, when you know uh, Crux is struggling and Alan Crabb isn't there this is the guy that LeBron James recommended drafting 
for Miami before bolting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're keeping an eye on that hamstring uh, if he's back soon. He he is a an intriguing pickup. Sounds like uh, you like him way better than several of the guys we've recently mentioned. Um, Cornette, Giles, Derek Jones Jr., Kurutz. I think you sounds like you take Napier over all those guys. Yeah, if healthy, yeah. All right, uh, number thirteen on the list, Josh Okogi. Only three percent owned in Yahoo leagues. Robert Covington sounds like now without a timetable. We we learned recently, so fifteen points and seventeen points in consecutive games for Okogi heading into Tuesday. Then a dud on Tuesday. Are you interested at all in the rookie? Uh, tonight's line kind of sums up why I'm not. It was <laughs> not good. Uh, six points, one of six shooting, a triple. He did get a steal, an assist, and a turnover. Uh, he's really inconsistent, and he's almost never efficient. So, nah. Yeah, it's tough. He's he's another guy that I I check in on from time to time, and I'm waiting for him to, uh, you know, to do more. But yeah, another watch list guy. Number 14, Amari Spellman, 3% owned in Yahoo Leagues. So he got a start with no Dwayne Dedman on Sunday and put up a big line, 13 points with four threes and four blocks. Not as good on Tuesday night. So he maybe is more of a stash. Is Spellman someone in a deeper league you're, you're watching? I think that he's going to be too inconsistent this year. I think that I, I, that line uh, from Sunday was fantastic, but... Uh... Tonight, he got matched up with Steven Adams and got the Steven Adams treatment. <laughs> Six points, three boards, and a block, and a triple. So, you know. Uh, but when uh, Dwayne Dedman is healthy and Alex Len is healthy, it's just tough for him to get the minutes he needs. Yeah, and that's six points, uh, three boards, and a block is with eight minutes left. So check back on Spellman because, he, you know, in case he just goes off in the last eight <laughs> minutes. Uh, the last name on our list is digging to the very bottom of the, the waiver wire bin. Chandler Hutchinson of the Bulls, 1% owned. The first-round pick has been starting, basically doing nothing, but did have 11 points with seven boards and a couple of threes on Saturday. Had a game late Tuesday night. Do you think this is potentially the start of something? To me, I'm an optimist. I don't really, I don't really expect much. But at some point, if a first round pick is playing a lot on a bad team, isn't he going to put up numbers at some point? <laughs> I think, in theory, yes. Uh, when you add in that Jim Boylan is the coach, often no, it would seem. <laughs> uh, I just can't stand that guy. I'm a Wendell Carter Jr. owner. I know you didn't ask me about Wendell, but uh, I hate Jim Boylan. Hey, this is your platform, Jared. This is your platform right now. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's a terrible coach. He's a significant downgrade from Fred Hoiberg. I don't know what they're doing. They had a team that they built a team. Okay, they hire Fred Hoiberg, whose offensive philosophy is run, 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 shoot a bunch of threes. Then they're like, okay, here's Rajon Rondo, Jimmy Butler, and Dwayne Wade. Oh, that doesn't work out? Okay, well, let's, uh, let's, let's get rid of all these guys and, and, and assemble a team that's Wendell Carter Jr., Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, all guys that can run, uh, Justin Holiday having a Markinen. career year, Markinen, and uh, oh, oh, they're about to get healthy? Okay, you're canned, and we would prefer more post-ups from Robin Lopez. You're my man, Jim Boylan. Here's a raise for next season. <laughs> uh, it's bizarre. I agree. And I really do like that. What a fun young core of players uh, they have. It's a great core. Yeah. I will say this about Wendell Carter Jr. For those who are 
hanging on to him and are frustrated in my imagination and and it's not even really imagining in my mind this guy is absolutely crushing it down the stretch like march and april i just i just picture him putting up huge numbers i hope you're right i mean that's that's speculating but it's not a big leap i mean he's a he's a talented 19 year old on a bad team who's gradually been figuring things out figuring out how to stay out of foul trouble uh things get crazy in march and april uh if you can trade for this guy now i really think i really think that's a smart move i do too i I love his potential so it sounds like we learned at least something today we talked about a lot of names we didn't care about (laughs) (laughs) let's summarize go get wendell carter jr who we were not going to talk about today in the first place uh no let's let's summarize here uh Austin Rivers should be owned in more leagues. Definitely. Malik Beasley, nice short-term pickup. Mikel Bridges, yes. try to be patient. DeAndre be Bembry, patient. another guy to watch. Uh, Shabazz Napier, if healthy, is a strong pickup. Okay, so we did all right. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> guys, you can follow him on Twitter at JaredJ831. I am at Matt Straub, S-T-R-O-U-P. Hit us up if you have any thoughts on any of these players. Uh, Jared, thanks for taking the time, man. I appreciate it as always. Yep. Thank you. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.